all day, nigga. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Constructing the Beast. I am your host with the very most, Darius Riddick, aka Riddick the Line, and what a fantastic time to be alive. Hey, look, another another show once again in the movement that creates a more dominant ass-kicking society through power, pain, pleasure, and energy. Alright, so um to start off with, man, I just want to say I appreciate the amount of support that you guys put into constructing the beast and making it what it is. Without all of you, those of you listening, those of you share, to none of this would be possible, right? So, with that being said, I ask that if you do again find value in today's show, or you learn something new, or change your perspective, or something sticks out to you, that you share it to those that you love, those that you don't love, the people that you feel can benefit from it, whoever the fuck you feel could use what we talk about today and make themselves better. Because when we pay that knowledge and that information forward, that is how we create a more dominant ass-kicking society. So with that being said, we're going to hop right into it. You know, we're going to talk again today about your most asked uh, health fitness questions and, uh, the two questions today, uh, I know it's a little bit different, right? We're only doing two questions today because one of them are a little bit more in-depth and I wanted to take a little bit of extra TLC time to actually talk about it so the concept actually stick, sticks with you guys, okay? Now, I've gotten this question a lot over the years um, and I'll continuously answer this as much as I possibly can. So, in order not to take too much time, we'll go ahead and hop into the first question and that that is, what is the fastest way to build muscle? This is an absolute excellent question for um, a multitude of ways, honestly. But first on, let's first off, let's break down the question itself. So the fastest way to build muscle, and I want to I want to go ahead and, uh, and 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 cut something out right now. And let me be the first to say that building muscle is not a fast process. Okay, I want that to get through everyone's head and understand that no matter what your genetic prowess is, no matter what drugs you take, no matter how you eat or how much you work out, building muscle is not a fast process. It is long, it is hard, it is painstaking, it is mentally fucking tasking because it is one of those things, again, that it depends on everyone's body and it is not guaranteed how or how fast that you actually build the muscle, okay? But... Fortunately enough, there are a couple things that we can do to promote a faster way to build muscle than what our body is naturally, uh, what, what our body is naturally going to do. Okay. So three different, three different things that I want to talk about when we talk about actually trying to, to build muscle. And, you know, we're talking about building muscle, but this goes for, uh, you know, burning fat as well. Cause you know, you can do those simultaneously. Okay. So we're not talking about getting big juice, big juicy and beefy as a bodybuilder. This can be sustainable as well for those who are just active enthusiasts. Okay. So three things. Okay. The first one, let's talk about, let's talk about hypertrophy. Hypertrophy is going to be your number one way that your body is going to develop a certain amount of muscle. So what hypertrophy actually is H Y P E R T R O P H Y. I'm pretty sure is, uh, Basically, your your cells that are that are growing within a natural manner. Okay, so it in, in terms of like bodybuilding and the fitness industry, it's, it's just talking about um, an increase in muscular size through uh, vigorous exercise. Okay, and and why this is important, right? So first off, there's two different types of hypertrophy. There's sarcoplasmic and there's myofibrillar. Now, sarcoplasmic is what. Uh, um, 
how do I put it? Marathon runners do. So what it is, is like basically satiating your mitochondria with a bunch of nutrients so that over time you don't completely deplete your, your energy and your, and the, the storage in your cells. So you don't fucking die. Okay. Uh, and, and, and that's sarcoplasmic. So myofibrillar is basically what we're going to get into talking about. Okay. And that is, uh, basically just breaking down the muscle spindles in this, in the fibers that surround your muscle so that when they do repair themselves and they grow back, they grow back thicker and stronger. And one of the main ways that we can uh, that we can basically initiate or really, really aid with hypertrophy is by increasing our training volume. Um, so basically, uh, you, you'll you'll be you'll be almost almost. So what I want to say is that you'll be raising the intensity i know a lot of people say that you would lower the intensity but to me that doesn't fucking make sense i think you should kick ass and and go 100 in every single echelon if you want to build the body that you want to okay so we can increase our training value our training volume by doing more sets doing more reps and pushing that intensity to the next level as hard as you fucking can and then at the same time when you lower your rest to between 30 and 60 seconds oh dude dude you will begin to see sounds. I, I promise you that, <laughs> you know? So, uh, the reason why I covered hypertrophy first is because that's the concept behind muscle building. So without hypertrophy, you cannot build muscle. Now you can lose weight and burn fat, right? But again, you're just going to be slim and your muscle isn't going to be as, as durable and as functioning as you would want if you were trying to directly build muscle. Okay. Now we talk about the second thing that goes into the fastest way to quote unquote build muscle and that's rep range and rep integrity, right? So a lot of the times people make the mistake of being caught in the trap of that eight to 12 rep range. And I'm here to let you know that if you're stuck in the eight to 12 rep range, then most likely you are not going to build the amount of muscle that you want to, or even burn off the fat that you want to. The crazy thing about the body is it lies in a certain amount of thresholds. Okay. When we talk about stabilization or we talk about muscular strength or we talk about muscular endurance so we talk about muscular power all these systems these energy systems that the body uses falls into a certain amount of rep ranges now in order for us to to start the muscle building process the serious muscle building process we have to break out of that 8 to 12 rep range and i'm talking not 12 to 15 we're getting into 16 to 20 and again, that doesn't mean that you would lower your sets or anything like that. You can, you would still do three to four sets, but instead of doing the normal eight to 12 or the normal 10 reps or even, you know, 13, 14, you know, that's not pushing it. We're talking about going up to the 20, not now, if we're starting to hit into the twenties, now we're talking because what you're going to do is you're going to promote muscular confusion, which is a, which is a good way to begin the muscle building process as well but you're also going to break down the layer of normal muscle fiber that surrounds the thickest fiber in your muscle and again like i said once you do that your muscle has to repair itself and when it when it repairs itself it grows back thicker strands of fibers and more durable fibers and when we talk about something thicker and more durable that's more muscle baby 
and we talk a lot about uh, muscle in, in this capacity and muscle building. But again, like I said, this we're talking about fat burning as well. Right. But we'll get into that into in another episode because that's that's a whole a whole nother sector in itself. Um, but again, this works for strength as well. So my powerlifting athletes or the people that just want to be strong, they don't necessarily want to be sleeve busters. OK, the same concept works as well. Like if you stick in the five, three, one or the, the, the just like heavy lift rep range, then your body is going to adapt to those to that rep range but what you want to do is promote muscular confusion that is how the body is going to grow right if we can constantly throw different stimulus at it the body is going to have to respond to those different stimulus and that's where the most growth happens so even for you all i would say pushing it up to that you know between 12 and 20 rep range and if you want to go beyond that fucking extra credit motherfuckers okay but that 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 is my biggest recommendation with that okay so number three when we talk about the fastest way to build muscle recovery 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 holy shit i can say this all day again again baby we fall into this trap where we think that if you go hard in the gym right you could lift all this weight and you all these reps and you look juicy and all this shit you could do all this shit all day man but your 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 performance is only going to be as effective as your recovery, right? You don't grow in the gym. You grow in your sleep. You grow with proper nutrition. You recover with proper hydration. All these things matter towards whatever goal it is you're trying to achieve, whether that be building muscle or losing weight or trying to perform better on the field or the court as an athlete, right? Recovery is what is going to separate that person who can't go, you know, hard in the paint back to back to back versus the guy that goes hard once and then gets injured, right? That's why these things happen. So when we talk about recovery, the first thing to make sure is that we're staying properly hydrated, right? Because if you don't stay properly hydrated, then you're basically you're basically suffocating your muscles. You're you're starving them out from something that they need to push nutrients throughout the entire body. And if you and if you're taking supplements or you're drinking coffee or if you're drinking juice, tea, whatever it is, and you're not drinking enough water and you're working out vigorously, right, you're just you're you're draining your body of what it actually needs, almost like the railway system throughout all of your organs. OK, the second thing we talk about and that we really lack as a society is sleep. Um, and I know I can attest to this as well, so I'm not going to I'm not even going to fucking say I'm perfect. But the uh, the sleep portion is huge as well. Uh, when we talk about what we need to adequately recover, um, I can't say for each person that, you know, you should get six hours of sleep or seven hours of sleep or eight hours of sleep because everyone's schedule is different. But if you're waking up in the morning and you're still tired and you're staying up to like three in the morning and you're getting up at five and you're doing that over and over and over again, right? You're putting yourself in a sleep deficit. And what that does is it does not give your body adequate time to recover. Cause again, we don't grow or recover in the gym. We do it when you sleep. That's the time that your body gets to shut down and start processing all the shit that you did to it throughout the day. And you know, this next part, nutrition, I could go on about this all day, but if, if you are if you are trying to recover properly, if you're an athlete, if you're an enthusiast and you're skipping meals or you're completely cutting out uh, a macronutrient or your your lifestyle consists of you completely, completely cutting out a macronutrient, for example, keto, cutting out carbohydrates, that is not good. <laughs> that is not what we call adequate nutrition, okay? So at no point will I ever recommend a fad diet or, you know, fasting or doing something like for, like that for someone who wants to, who wants to adequately um 
get in the vitamins, nutrients, and minerals in their body. And the reason why it is, is because it's not sustainable, right? The body is not meant to undergo those fad diets for more than like a 12-week period because you, again, are starving your organs, starving your, your, your vital muscles of what they actually need to function. To, to make it more simple, it'd be like never putting oil in your car. It's like that that doesn't even... The, why would you do that? That's <laughs> ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. Or not having wiper fluid. You know, when you take something out that your machine needs, right, you're going to have some kind of consequence afterwards, okay? So just, just, keep, just keep that in mind. All right, and the next thing that we talk about is stretching, right? Stretching is also important to the recovery process. And I'm not just talking about afterwards because a lot of people like to associate stretching with just what you do after the workout, that is good. That's called static stretching, right? That's when you hold the the hold the exercises or the stretches that you the in the muscles that you worked out throughout the day for 30 seconds, and then you keep going and you move on and so on and so forth, right? But we forget about that active stretching is something that we do throughout the workout, right? Two to 10 seconds, um, just to keep the blood flow going throughout those muscles. And this is important because if you are someone who takes longer than like 60 second rest periods, right? Now what your what your your blood is now pulling back from that area. There's not as much blood flow to that area. So if you wait a long time and you don't do something to keep that area warm in between your repetitions, you're opening the door for injury. Okay. Because it's not going to be as warm as it should be when you perform the lift. Okay. Uh, and then on the other side of that we talk about uh dynamic dynamic warm-up dynamic stretches when you do before your 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 main lifts right if you're not doing that again you're opening up yourself for injury because you're not sending you're not telling your body that hey we need to send more blood to this area to protect it and warm it up because we are about to go through some goon shit and start lifting some heavy ass weight or if you're not if you're just running because you know lower back injuries ankle injuries knee injuries that stuff is is very prominent okay so whatever it is you're gonna do warm up before do miniature warm-ups during, and then make sure you stretch after. Now, I didn't talk about it in the middle, but I want to take a little bit to talk about it now because I wanted to add it in in another episode, but we'll cover it a little bit. And I mentioned rep integrity earlier. So that basically means how, what is the quality of your repetitions? You know, I see a lot of times people doing like quarter repetitions or half repetitions or their bodies out of alignment um, or they're not, they're not even lift. They're not doing the lift properly, right? Rep integrity is important to building muscle because if you are your, your body, your, the human movement system is what it called the HMS. Okay. Is meant to move in certain patterns in, in a certain manner, right? There is one way that these things are supposed to happen. Now, what happens is over time, someone's body can get used to not doing those repetitions appropriately. Now, again, the body's going to get used to that, so it's going to feel natural to you over time, but it could be causing injury over time. So what happens is when you correct it, when you do it differently, it feels weird because your body's been used to doing it the wrong way, okay? So what we have to do is keep in mind what our rep integrity looks like. What is the quality of the lift? Are we going through the full eccentric or extending contraction or concentric contraction and making sure that our reps are having that quality that we need. And the one way to really do that is to slow down, right? 
get comfortable with filming yourself and going slowly through the motions because when you do that you can start to see stuff you know better than you can feel it and you you can you can self-correct which self-correction is the best teaching method right because someone can look at you and tell you all day but when you can feel it and when you can see it on yourself that's something completely different because no one knows your body better than you do so again, I know we covered it really quick and I didn't get too specific because I, I don't want to take the time to get too specific with you all. But if you guys want more in-depth information, by all means, I got this shit in my head all day and we can sit down and talk about it, okay? But we're talking about what's the fastest way to start building the muscle that we need. Think about the concept of hypertrophy, okay? That is that is key. That is key. That is, and I and you know I I challenge you guys. I encourage you guys to do your research. Look it up. Go Google Bing, you know, whatever you use and look up hypertrophy and learn more about it because I'm telling you it is it is fucking amazing. It is amazing the things that the body can do, okay? Number two, rep range and rep integrity, right? Making sure that we're pushing past that plateau of the 8 to 12 rep range and that our the quality of our repetitions are actually working in that pattern that the body should be moving in. And then the third is recovery, right? Focusing on that hydration piece, focusing on the nutrition piece, focusing on the stretching piece, and then focusing on that sleep portion. When we bring all those together, our body starts to work in in overcharge mode. And, it, and I'm telling you, you feel like a new fucking person when you do this stuff it, it's 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 crazy i love the human body if you guys can't tell okay so before we get too far into this all right i'm gonna slow it down a little bit and let's talk about the fastest way to lose weight okay and this is this is super simple i don't know why or who decided to complicate this all right but i, I want to tell you guys directly the fastest way to lose weight is to put yourself in a caloric deficit okay and what I mean by that is you should be burning off more calories than you eat throughout the day. Now, this does not mean that you have to starve yourself. That doesn't mean that you should only eat 600 calories a day or that you only eat 800 calories a day. Hell, the minimum calories is 1,200, okay, for, for women. So that it shouldn't be any lower than that, okay? Well, what I'm saying is if you eat 1,500 calories a day, it you you should not be burning off less than 1500 calories okay hopefully that makes sense even if you're eating 12000 calories you have to burn off more calories than you are consuming in order to lose weight because a calorie all it is is a unit of measurement it's it's a, a measurement of of <coughs> excuse me it is it is a unit of energy right so it's just the the way our body uses energy that's it i mean it's measured in what 4.1 joules sorry if that's if that's wrong <laughs> but you know these numbers get a little bit i'm not good at math fitness yes math no but look it's important that we burn off more than we put in because if you go the other way now what's going to happen is your your adipose tissue is going to begin to store the sugar the, the glucose the glycogen in, inside your body right and, and that's bad when you start storing stuff right that's you're storing more fat if you're if you do that over time again and again and again and again it's going to build up and your body's going to get going to get used to that process okay so a good way to do this and even if you have no idea how many calories you burn off in a day um, i'm going to help you out with that in a little bit but just realize that what the daily recommended amount is for your age group right for your for your lifestyle and don't go over that pay attention to what you eat 
And if you pay attention to what you eat and you also stay active throughout the day, most likely you're going to be right on that fine line, if not already burning off more than you consume. But all the cakes, candy, sweets, fast foods and shit, we got to we got to stay away from that shit because it's so hard to burn that stuff off, including the sugars and the calories and the preservatives that it's, it's not even worth eating. But if you if you really want to get into it, if you really want to get down to the nitty gritty, it would start with figuring out how many calories you would need for your active lifestyle. Right. And the way we can calculate that is by something that's called BMR or, I, you know, I've never I ne- over the past three years, I never knew how to say the first word, but I'm going to say basil <laughs> metabolic rate. OK, BMR. And basically what that is, is just the amount of energy that you are going to expend throughout the day at a resting motion. OK. Once you get your your B and I'm, and the reason why I'm not gonna talk about the actual equation that goes into it because again I don't I don't like math and there's like this whole equation but what I what I encourage you guys again to do is go to whatever search engine you use and type in BMR calculation right and that's and use that equation to get your BMR now once you get your BMR there's two different other equations that you can use right and that's if you are lightly active or if you're just like a, a little sedentary okay so once you calculate your BMR you're going to take that number and multiply it by 1.2 if you are sedentary if you don't really work out okay and you're and if you're an active lifestyle person um, let's say three, four times a week that you work out, and then you're going to multiply your BMR by 1.375. Okay. I'll say that again, just in case you guys missed it. If once you figure out your BMR, your basal metabolic rate, you're going to take that number and multiply it by 1.2. If you are a sedentary individual, and if you are an athlete an active individual, you're going to take that BMR and multiply it by 1.375. And that number is going to give you your REE. It's going to give you your 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 number of calories that are required for you throughout the day, okay? Now, if you are going over that amount, you are wrong. <laughs> if that's if you want to lose weight. Now, if you want to build muscle, that's a totally different thing. And we're going to talk about that in, in a couple episodes, okay? But if you want to lose weight, you cannot go over that number that bmr times the 1.2 or the 1.375 if you go over that number you cannot lose weight okay so keep that in mind and again that's is that is just for those who really want to get the exact number because it'll be it'll be pretty fucking accurate it's pretty awesome too i mean the people who made this stuff years ago are just just smart just just razor sharp okay now if we're talking about just the averages so men you know we generally burn up to uh 2500 calories i think it is a day and uh women is just just shy shy 500 400 shy of that at 2000 right but when we're talking about that the minimum daily caloric intake is between 1200 to 1500 for women and 1700 and 2000 for men right that's 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 pretty significant to burn off throughout the day but the problem comes into play is our the quality of our diet and the quantity of the foods that we eat right if you're eating four thousand five thousand calories a day but you're naturally only burning off two thousand that's a fucking problem because those other three thousand calories have to go somewhere and they're not going out so they're going to store themselves inside your body so we want to lose weight if you want to do the fastest way to lose weight you have to put yourself in a caloric deficit awesome fantastic hey that was the two questions i know that was a little bit longer um but that's why we only did the two 
But I know I spoke a little bit fast. I'll try to slow it down. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this just get, gets me so excited. So please keep sending your questions my way and I will continue to answer them. You can text me. You can DM me on Instagram at Darius M. Riddick or Snapchat or Facebook. You know, wherever you can get in contact with me, send me a question. Ask me questions offline or for the show and I will be happy to help you guys out. Okay. Until next time. I love you guys. Happy lifting and live fucking kinetic. All day, nigga.